0: May all that you stand for, and that we stand for, be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state, to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. Will Q&A face up to the tough cues By James McPherson. That ABC Political Talkfest q and recorded its lowest ever ratings on the same night Malcolm Turnbull and Sarah Hansen-Young featured as panellists was a classic case of because meet effect Thursday's program attracted just 224,000 viewers, which means the only people watching were those employed in the national broadcaster's legal department. The remaining 25 million Australians did anything else but tune in. And who could blame them? The Turnbull-Hanson-Young double act was a ratings disaster waiting to happen, even without the rehash of climate change orthodoxy thrown in. Senator Hanson-Young and ratings greatness do not go hand in hand, and you've almost got to feel sorry for former Prime Minister Turnbull. I said almost. The Labor Party didn't want him. The Liberal Party tired of him. The New South Wales state government wanted him and then didn't want him after all. And on Thursday night, he ran into the warm embrace of the ABC only to discover viewers didn't want him either. Naturally, it was a complete mystery to bosses at the ABC as to why a program focusing on climate change and emissions targets with the miserable ghost and the Sea Patrol senator as special guests did not rate. But one thing is for sure. The result points to what the majority of Australians think of woke climate alarmism. Prime Minister Scott Morrison might like to take note. But back to Q&A and the Australia Bashing Corporation. ABC Director of Entertainment Michael Carrington was quoted in The Australian saying, We've discovered that audiences now look for content elsewhere around 9pm. I think Carrington might find that audiences are looking for content elsewhere 24-7. Outside of the ABC studios in Ultimo, nobody is interested in watching far-left politicians, far-left authors and far-left actors attack a solitary right-leaning heterosexual male every week. The naval gazing toxic celebration of gender-bending wokeness and identity politics, which invariably ends up as a boring formulaic green-left pylon, just isn't attracting audiences. People are bored with the five woke topics Q&A recycles in an endless zombie-like loop each week. Or perhaps people have grown weary of being ridiculed and denigrated by the self-superior cohort Q&A likes to assemble – or maybe a weekly platform for feral leftists to scream victim and crisis while mouthing slogans as if they were intellectual arguments just isn't as amusing as the ABC director of entertainment imagines it to be. Television journalist Nerald Jacobs featured as a guest on q and history making lowest ever rating episode fired off this zinger during a segment on climate change. If you believe there's a future in fossil fuels, then you are a fossil fool. Well, drop the mic. Not since Churchill has an English-speaking nation produced such oratory. Why wouldn't audiences want to tune in each week for witty wordplay like that? I mean, unless they were already busy getting one of those COVID anal swab tests, which seemed to be so much more fun than spending an evening trapped in the ABC's radical green-slash-left echo chamber of nonsense. The government should sell the ABC. They would save taxpayers more than $1 billion every year forever. But the ABC will not be sold, and so q and will survive due to the simple fact that it is accountable to no one. It has no shareholders to satisfy. It has no advertising dollar to attract. I suspect the low ratings will hardly bother the staff at the ABC at all. Rather than bemoan the fact that barely anybody is watching these days, they will likely congratulate themselves for telling the truth even if no one is watching and so redefine failure as a virtue and make their lack of viewers an asset. Next Thursday, Q&A panellists will again lecture and hector and abuse viewers until those of us who don't agree with their arguments, by which I mean sloganeering, just get up and walk away. At this rate... The Q&A live audience will soon be larger than the show's television audience. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.